Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. And this is my show, the Talk to Q Radio Show. It's almost like posting a blog, except I'm doing it live. Oh. Oliver here. Oh, thank you for having oh. me. On your show, so I'll be here with you and all your listeners. Come on, guys, you don't screw. Screw is cool. Oh my goodness. Oh, that came out. Oh, all kinds of freaky. That's not what I meant. Come on. You know, we need more shows like this because people need as much relationship help out here as we can get. Radio show tonight. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And yes, I want to know, can you woo, woo, woo? Now, before I get started, let me do a little show maintenance and explain how this show works. This show is a platform for you, the callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers. All of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored. Because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, sports, current events, celebrities, and more. This show is very informal by design because my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. Tonight, we are discussing how to woo your mate and making tough decisions on the job. Afterwards, you will hear from one of my sponsors, Sorantos Meloja. Sorantos is a musician, and his song, Close Your Eyes, will make its T2Q debut towards the end of the show. So stay tuned for that. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak. And please mute your phone while you're on hold, all right, unless you're speaking. Another way to contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. There is a live tweet chat that occurs during most shows, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets tonight. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. 
Um, and if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes, Spreaker, or Stitcher Radio, and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. T2Q radio show number 433 starts right now. Okay, we're talking about how to woo. Okay, W-O-O, how to woo. Now, I know what some of you are thinking. Q, what makes you qualified to discuss how to woo someone? Well, don't let the waistline fool you. I'm that dude, okay? Getting someone to fall for you is more about timing and paying attention than anything else. Now, most people will tell you exactly what they want or need. It may not always be verbal, but they'll display it, and it's up to you to notice it and provide it for them. Tonight, I'm going to help all of you learn how to woo your mate, and it's super easy to do, okay? It's not like it's anything complicated. Now, joining me tonight in the discussion, as usual, will be my show legends, and let me welcome, um, let's see, I only have one who's dialed in so far, so I'll go to the 850, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, and bring on show legend Buck. Buck, what's going on? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Doing well, man. How are you doing? Doing good. Just enjoying a little bit more of this January weather that keeps fluctuating. Yeah, I know, I know. But what can you do? That's just how it goes, you know? Yeah. All right, man, we'll get right to it. 347-202-0215. I'm sure others will dial, dial in in a few. So, Buck, what does it mean to you when I say that you need to woo your mate? Well, to me, when you say you need to woo your mate, you need to do things to keep things fresh. Um you know, and that's that's a variety of things that it, you know. It could be, you know, it's the little things, you know, that keeps them, you know, keeps them interested. You can't, you know, you can't always base everything sexually, even though sex is nice. But it has to be other things. It's it's as sim- simple as she could come home from work and you happen to be outside cleaning your ride because you got off work early. Dinner dinner's cooking on the stove. And, hey, let me wash your car since, you you know, it looks a little dirty. Let me go ahead and wash your car for you, you know. And, you know, she may go in and get cleaned up. Dinner's already cooked and ready. She get cleaned up. You, you're you surprised with her. Maybe it's something a little, little sexy she may have and decide that she wanted to throw on you because, you know, you're doing little things for her, so she wants to do something special for you. Or she may have, you know, maybe bought something for you, you know. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter what, what, what it is, but. When you do little things for the other person, it keeps them interested in you and you interested in them. You know, it's the little thing that counts. It's not necessarily always the big things. Okay, and that's what I was going to say. Isn't Aren't those the, the, the simple things that, that really matter? And it doesn't sound like it's that hard for people to be happy in relationships based on what you just said. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people just think that, you know, it's all about, money and sex and, you know, materialistic type things, you know, it's not about those things. The things that you think about, at least from what, you know, the way we were raised, the things that you think about, you know, back in the day, people's relationships last longer because they did the, the little things. They didn't have so much big stuff to deal with. You know, they didn't have computers. They didn't have cell phones to keep them busy and their minds occupied, you know, you, it's, it could be something simple as 
laying down on the couch together watching a great movie. You know, if you've got a good movie collection like I do, it's great. You know, if it's raining outside and there's nothing on TV, on cable, or satellite, or whatever, throwing an old movie. It could be a movie from way, way back. It could be something It could be something like, you know, Gone with the Wind. Because, you know, you, everybody's probably seen it. I guess I'm further back you know, than that. You know, you can just, you know, it could be anything. You know, just just y'all two to be there together, laying, you know, laying together, you know, enjoying each other's company. And those are the little things that you take with you when you get older, if, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have the same person. Okay. All right. Well, let me go to the 732 area code, the Garden State of New Jersey, and welcome on, Ray. Ray, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? You, what's up, Buck? Gotta give Buck a happy belated birthday. I left you out of my final thoughts yesterday, but I hope you had a great day yesterday. Yeah, it was good, man. Thanks, man. Had a good time yesterday, and uh, you know, still celebrating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. All right, cool, man. And Ray, when it comes to wooing your mate, and when I and when I say, and I want to make this known to everyone tonight that when I talk about when I talk about wooing, I'm only talking about uh, a someone you're exclusive with, you know, a significant other or a spouse. All right. This doesn't include like jump offs or anything like that. You don't woo a jump off. But when it comes to, to, to wooing, do some people not want to do it because it makes them feel vulnerable or it feel like it gives the other person leverage to kind of cater to to, you know, their needs or something? Well, I think some people don't do it because they really don't know how, you know, and mm-hmm. okay. until you've been in a real relationship, you really may not know how to move a woman, you know. Like you get all these guys, like when you're in college, that, you know, oh, they just jumping from girl to girl to girl, trying to see if they can screw four night girls in a week and stuff like that. You don't know nothing about women. The only thing you know about is jump-offs. And to me, I always felt like you have to have communication. You know, if it was somebody I couldn't really talk to, I couldn't get an understanding with, I don't see how guys would just be jumping around like that because you can't get a good understanding. You don't even know who this person is. And, you know, they can be a family member of yours if you don't know. But as far as why people don't do it, I think they just don't know how. Okay. And, but what about you, man? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think there's some truth to that. I mean, you got to look at today's times. I mean, they're not, you know, back in the day we had uncles, fathers, you know, people that, you know, they 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 tried to, you know, hone your skills, so to speak, on how to treat you know, significant, you know, people that you're going to meet. You know, if you you know if you have sons, you know, nephews, cousins, whatnot, you know, they always try to tell you how to treat women. Now you don't have that. Everybody lives fast. You know, they're learning on the, they're basically learning on their damn social media accounts. And you really can't learn nothing from these people because most of these jokers don't know what the hell they're doing. So, you know, you don't need the element of having that, that, parent or that, you know, or that, you know, cool uncle or grandfather or something that can tell you things because they had long-lasting relationships, so they were perfect to learn from. 
Now, you know, the average relationship, you know, married couple probably together five years. So maybe ten if you're lucky. And, you know, you really can't, you know, if you, ha- you hadn't had a long, an- enough longevity, you got somebody that's been married 30 years and look like they're going to stay married, you know, some of the people that you want to listen to, you don't want to listen to somebody that's, you know, running the club every night. Like most of these jokers are doing. Okay, okay. But I do think that some people don't want to do certain things because it feels like they feel like it makes them vulnerable um, or it gives the other person leverage. Maybe a previous relationship, um, you know, they gave their, their all, they gave 100%. And they end up getting burned in the end or something like that. And I do think that causes some people to not want to give their all in certain relationships. And and my thing is, if you're going to be in a relationship and if you're exclusive with someone, you kind of have to walk out on that plank and just hope that, you know, I don't know if you all have seen Peter Pan. I remember this when I was a kid, when Wendy walked off the plank and Peter Pan caught her before she hit the water. You know, it's like... Being in love is about taking a chance, okay? That's why it's called falling in love, because you're vulnerable when you do it. And if you're not willing to take that chance, then you shouldn't be dating. Dating, I mean, that's just all there is to it. I mean, I'm not saying don't be careful. I'm not saying that, but I'm also saying that you have to take some risk, and you have to see the other person take some risk if you two plan on ever being a successful couple. All right, let me go Back to the 732 area code to Garden State of New Jersey and bring on Amanda. Amanda, how are you? I'm good, Q. How are you? And Buck, Ray, I'm not sure who else we have, but I hope everybody's having a great night. All right. So far, so good. And Amanda, wooing someone allows you to keep their attention. What are some things that you can do to woo your mate? Well, I think paying attention to them. Um, and actually taking an interest in, you know, who they are and what makes them tick, uh, it helps you and it helps them. And the way it helps you is you get to find out more about that person and you can see if that's the type of person that's worth your time. Um, the way it would help them is, okay, if I know that, you know, the person I'm I'm interested in likes a certain thing, you can do little nice gestures. It's kind of like the, you know, the show we had about courting. It's just, what I'm I'm trying to if you're trying to woo someone, you're trying to make them fall in love with you. You're trying to put your your best foot forward and show them basically what you can offer them without without putting too much out there too soon. Um, so it's it's kinda like just just piquing their interest so they can say, Hey, you know, this is somebody I like and, and you can begin a relationship. A lot of times I think you have situations where one person is is doing all the wooing and the other person just has, you know, they're just doing nothing. So I think you have to put yourself out there, but don't go too far because you don't want to mm-hmm. be the only one that's out there about to fall. So. Okay. And then that makes a lot of sense. And, uh, but from a man's perspective, I mean, what are some things you can do to woo your make? And I know you mentioned uh, um, one or two things earlier, but anything additional? Well, I mean, just, you know, just doing little things, you know. So, you know, it could be something like maybe, you know, sit down and watch a Lifetime movie. Um, it could be, um, you know, a chick flick, something like that. Or maybe do something that she likes. You know, maybe, you know, she's a water sports type person and you're not a water sports type person. So maybe do, you know, maybe go kayaking. 
you know, um, or canoeing or something like that. Or, you know, it can be a variety of things, but, you know, those are just things that come to mind. Okay, okay. And definitely um, participating in each other's activities is um, a way to do it. Um, you know, if she might want to sit down on the couch while you're watching football or something and cuddle up next to you, she may not actively be watching the game. You know, maybe she's reading a book or something, but just the togetherness is what's what it's all about. And likewise, like you said, watching a Lifetime movie or, you know, sitting through some Tom Hanks chick flick, you know. I mean, you do what you need to do to keep your mate happy, you know. So, um, Ray, flirting is part of wooing, okay. Why do you think some people stop flirting in relationships? Um, I probably would say maybe because they think they said everything they possibly could say, I guess, or once they get comfortable, they probably just say, you know, there's no need to say anything else. But I think, you know, you have to always joke. You always have to keep a person laughing. You got to, you know, just uh, say things that you don't expect them to say. And, you know, that's all a part of a relationship. But I don't think people love do that too much because they feel like they may have said what they they could say to that person. It's like Mm -hmm. in a new relationship, people want to flirt all day, all night because they feel like they got a new person to try the old life, I guess. (laughs) That's probably true for some people. Okay, okay. And Amanda, what do you think? Why do you think some people stop flirting? Because it's very important when it comes to wooing someone. I think people get comfortable and they feel like, oh, well, I've got them. Um, or sometimes people, there's some people who give up easily. I think that, I think that if you if you like somebody, and you flirt with them. I mean, I never had a problem with flirting. I flirted and didn't mean to flirt sometimes. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that I think that you can. You can have fun. You don't have to. <laughs> Ray is giving me a look right now. You don't have to. Um... <laughs> you don't have. You don't have to be. Um... What's the word I'm looking for? You don't have to be too suggestive with your flirts. You know, when you're first getting to know somebody, sometimes people can go too far, too fast, and yeah. they say. I mean, oh, but this well. is where your significant other we're talking about, though, or your spouse. Oh, your significant other. Well, I think you. I think you have to keep it. Spicy and hot. I mean, to me, I think it's it's important to just make sure that they know you're still interested in them, because if if you're not flirting with them, a lot of times they'll think, well, are you flirting with someone else because you haven't been flirting with me? And I think mm-hmm. if you're flirting with them, you're letting them know, hey, I'm at work, but I'm thinking about you, or you know, I when I get home, this is what I'd like to do, or just just. Just there's little things to let the per- I think it makes the other person know that you're still attracted to them and that you're thinking about them, even though you might be having a shitty day at work. But you know they're they're the, what's keeping you going. So I think it's very very important to flirt with your significant other, definitely. Okay, okay, and I think it's all about consistency when it comes to a relationship. Anytime you have inconsistency in a relationship, it it causes problems. 
And so when you're consistent with something, people associate it with you, and ultimately you stay on their mind or you remind them or um, they're reminded of you in certain situations. Like, for example, okay, people who know me well know that I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, all right? So on Monday after the Cowboys lost, I must have heard from, I don't know, nine or ten people, either via text or maybe they walked past me at work or email that said, man, when that play happened or when they lost or whatever, whatever went down, I thought about you, okay? So wooing is the same thing. If you're consistent in something, then there are going to be certain things that people are going to remember about you. So if you're consistent with your mate, it could be a song they hear on the radio. You know, it can be just the, the smell of a certain cologne or, or whatever it is. Maybe uh, you're at work and say she's at your house and she, you know, grabs something off your bed and she smells one of your shirts and it reminds her or something. That's what wooing is all about. It's about staying on your significant other's mind. And it's up to you, you know, as as a mate to do that. And if two people are doing that to each other, there's no way anybody can ever get involved in your relationship because you're focused on one another and not the outside forces. But 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. Amanda, let me go back to you for this question. Uh, can you woo a man in the kitchen, or is it not necessary? I think that that's, that's always a good thing, if, especially if you have a talent for it, um, or especially if you know he's a man who enjoys a good home-cooked meal. I think it's important to, to know kind of where he stands with that. You have some guys who will say, well, it's not that important to me because I like to cook, so it's more important to me for you to be, you know, sexy or that you work every day or whatever it is, and I can take care of the, you know, cooking doesn't matter to me. Then you'll have another man who will be like, you know, I don't care about the other stuff. As long as you feed me, you have me. So you have to know that the man that you're, the man that you're dealing with. So absolutely, uh, for a particular man, that can absolutely be the thing that, that, um, that woos him uh, for sure, um, I think, like like I said, it depends on the person. Okay. And but, what do you think? Can a woman will you in the kitchen? Oh yeah. You know, if her, you know, her skills are right, you know, it's it, you know, there ain't no problem with that. She can will me in the kitchen. You know, some women have expertise in different areas. They may not be able to cook regular stuff, but they can bake. You know, they can bake cookies, cakes, whatever. Or they may make casseroles. You know, that may be their strong suit, you know. So it doesn't matter what they do in the kitchen. It can be, they can do it. Okay. Okay. And um, I definitely think that uh, it's something that can be done that can, you know, get to a man. They say, you know, people have always said the way to a man's heart is his stomach. And, you know, I mean, to each their own, I mean, they're different things. But I don't think it can hurt at all um, if you're a good cook. Because, you know, most men can, you know, can appreciate a good cook. He, he may be a good cook himself, but I mean, he doesn't like it. But we're going to take a quick break, and I'll be back after about a minute.
This is Boston Single Girl from bostonsinglegirl.com, where the stories are real, raw, and it's girl talk, locker room style. You're listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. All right. Back on the Talk to Q radio show. And we're discussing how to woo your mate. Um... That was a little Jeffrey Osborne playing right there for those who may remember that. I believe that's 1986, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Now I want to go to the guys and ask ask a question. And, Ray, I'll ask you, just like I asked, can a woman woo a man with, you know, her cooking skills? Can a man woo a woman with yard work or maybe just by being a handyman? Oh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, everyone likes things neat around the house, so if you can, you know, keep things the way she likes it, I guess, yeah, they can be very happy. And, you know, they can be um, just mesmerized by the way that you do your work, I guess, or how you keep things in order. So I think you probably can, yeah. Okay. Amanda, let me get a lady's point of view on that. If a man is, you know, good with yard work or he's a handyman around the house, is that a way of wooing a woman? Absolutely, because that's one less thing that she has to be either one less thing that she has to physically do or one less thing she has to pay somebody else to do. So absolutely, that can that can certainly uh, woo a woman, and I I particularly like a man who's handy. I think is sexy. Uh, I think it's a very masculine trait. So um, you know, for me, I, that's definitely appealing. Okay, all right, and uh, I I definitely think that it it helps, and it's just one of those things. I know, and Crystal can definitely speak on this, and she said it in the past that. Anytime a man is in the yard doing anything that's breaking a sweat, she finds it to be a turn-on. And I think there are a lot of women who are like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, we live in a time now where we have some women who do their own thing. They don't need a guy to cut the grass or anything like that, to mow the lawn or anything like that. But you still have some women who just like the separation between man and woman. And one of the things that traditionally separate the man and woman is when it comes to yard work. That's usually something that guys do traditionally. And so it can be a turn on to a woman if a guy takes out the trash or something as simple as that. Just doing stuff to beautify the, the, the property and, and, you know, have a little sweat on your brow. And that, that can excite a lot of women. So, But let me ask you this also, Amanda. Um, how important is it to a woman that a guy is her rock? you know, her shoulder to cry on, her support system. Is that also a way to kind of, you know, woo someone, so to speak? Yeah, definitely. You, As a woman, you want somebody, or I'll speak for myself, I want somebody who I can, you know, if I'm feeling sad or I'm having a tough time or I'm feeling 
down and out about something. I want to know that I can not only depend on him just to just to listen, but a lot of times you have, and naturally guys want to fix the situation, and I think that one thing that girls tend to do, they will listen. So if I'm talking to a female friend about, you know, a problem, they're more listen. They'll listen and they show empathy. Whereas a man, he'll listen to you, but he wants to just jump in. Okay, well, how can we fix it? Everything is not about you wanting to me wanting him to fix it. It's just mm-hmm. me wanting him to listen. That okay, this is what's going on. So um, it's very important that a guy listens and that he kind of shows the empathy and the softer side instead of telling you to stop, stop bitching, stop nagging, stop complaining. That's that's definitely the opposite of wooing if you say something like that. So. You know, you want him to listen. Probably so. But you want him, you want him to respond uh, positively and and show you some empathy. Okay, most definitely. I like that response. Most definitely. Um, on Twitter, uh, Zandra Hughes from Six Brown Chicks chimed in, and um, she was going back to if you can woo a man in the kitchen. She said it is very necessary to create a delicious meal with a sexy presentation. Feed him slowly. That's what I'm talking about. See, that's why Zandra is my favorite six brown chick. Don't tell the other five I said that, but that's why she's my favorite. But I'm all for that. And um, But I, I do think that, guys, it is important to be her rock when you need to be. And also something that Amanda said, if you have to... If you have to critique anything, do it without insulting her, okay? I mean, the easiest thing a man can do to woo his lady is simply showing her respect. You know, value her opinion. Don't dare insult her. But say, for example, and every guy who's been on this planet long enough has gotten that question where it's like, you know, how do I look in this dress? Or, you know, do I look fat in this dress? Or something like that, you know? And, of course, you can be honest and which is the wrong answer for the most case you have to be careful on how you do it you can say um if you don't like her new dress say well babe that's a nice dress but the black one you bought the other day looks sexier to me you know try to find your way around that type of stuff you know don't just come out and say no nah, the dress don't look fat you make the dress look fat don't, you know don't do anything stupid like that all right you're just asking for a fight if you do that but a buck is simply paying attention, and I know we've kind of mentioned this throughout the show, is simply paying attention to your mate, the ultimate way to woo them, just by listening. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you're paying attention, then, you know, you you know what's going on, because if you don't pay attention, you you know, you may lose out on something. So I think paying attention to the, you know, the little things that make them tick, the things, you know, it could be something that, doesn't make them tick. You know, you need to know those things and pay attention to them because you don't want to do something that will turn her off from you. You want to keep doing things that turn her on. So I think it's very important to, you know, pay attention to what she says and, you, you know, listen and be, you know, in tune with what she likes. Because if she's happy, then you're going to be happy because she's going to be taking care of business. Okay. Ray, you agree? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I agree with I agree with Buck. I think that um, yeah, pretty much what he said was on point. I can't can't disagree with that. Okay, all right, Amanda, how do you feel about it when it comes to paying attention? I mean, 
you have guys who, you know, maybe he tells you, oh, come in here and watch this play during a football game or, or something. Or maybe, you know, guys don't really open up, well, scratch that, guys don't really open up about their feelings or, and things. So if he's having a hard day at work or something's bothering him and he decides to tell you, isn't that the best way to kind of give him that vote of confidence that you're down with him just by paying attention and listening? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely very important to pay attention. Um, sometimes that's that's a problem that me and Ray have. I'll be talking to him, and I'll say something, and I feel like, you know, it went in one ear and out the other. And I know we all kind of have those zone-out moments, but that's right. why, you know, I try to I try to make sure that, okay, I understand this, if it's a real important game on and he's not going to be listening to me talk about, you know, oh, I, I tried this new restaurant or I want to try this new restaurant. That's not going to catch his attention in the middle of an important game but I think that definitely paying attention listening being an ear people want to people if they take the time to talk to you people want to be heard you know then in most cases people aren't talking just to hear themselves talk so unless your your name is Eminem he talks to hear himself talk sometimes but, <laughs> but, but, but most of us you know we you know even he wants to be heard he sometimes just wants to hear himself but you know, you you want you want somebody to pay attention and to know what you like and to take the time to 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 do the things that you like. You know, I don't I don't care what anybody says. I think that that's part of why we share ourselves with others. It's 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 kind of, you know, you're putting yourself out there and you want that person to get to know you and not necessarily go out there and do the most elaborate thing in the world, but to to show right. that hey, I'm paying attention. Okay. I definitely agree with you on that. And uh, speaking of Eminem, he's on the line. I'll get to him in just a second. I want to go to the 832 area code first, which is the great city of Houston. And welcome on, Carmen, this year? Yes, please. How's it going? Pretty good. Um, I actually wanted to chime in on, uh, well, I'm sorry. Hello, everybody. How are you? Um, Hi, I wanted to right. Hey Amanda. I wanted hey. to chime in on uh on the comment about the uh, man being your rock and, and how you feel about that. And I think it's very sexy for a man to be um be there to be supportive. Your your man, your mate, your husband or whomever your significant other is supposed to be your best friend. So I think that, you know, if you have that relationship, you are able to communicate that that's a, a good foundation, a good solid foundation for um, a relationship. And I think it's a great way to woo each other because you're able to talk to each other about anything. You get comfortable, and it's just a good uh, aspect to have in your relationship. Okay. All right. I can agree with that. And I think that... um. It appeals to a, a lot of women when a man can 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 be that rock, you know, and um, you know when she doesn't have to console you all the time. <laughs> that's that's usually just not a good look. So, but I appreciate that. And let me go to the six hundred one area code, the Magnolia State of Mississippi, to the bold new city of Jackson, and welcome on Eminem. Eminem, what's going on? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? All right. Eminem, you're an artist, so, you know, you're an original dude. How important is being original 
when it comes to wooing your mate? Just like, you know, Valentine's Day is coming. How important is it to be original, to show someone, hey, I really put some effort in this in order to woo them? Oh, man. Well, it, it's, it, it's something that uh, it, it really can't be taught, man. You know, some guys have it and some guys don't, you know what I'm saying? But uh, for for the people who are trying to build themselves up a certain type of way and all that type of shit, I guess the uh, the best advice I can give, even though the question is not about advice, but, you know, I'm, I'm somebody that don't need no advice on shit. So I like to give it, though. Um <laughs> but it's mainly being consistent. See, like where people go wrong, and I was listening. I really like all the comments. I think they were, you know, well on point. But the where a lot of people fall in the trap, especially guys, is being consistent. You know, they start out, you know, every word the woman saying they they all hung up in it and. You know, it's all about you and all that, and then, you know, as time go on, you know, they ain't hearing the words you're saying. See, that's, you know, that's definitely going the opposite of wooing, wooing or whatever. But, uh, yeah, you know, uh, but, you know, uh, I'm I'm very consistent. You know, even if I wasn't married, I mean, I'm the same way, married, in a relationship, no relationship, playboy or whatever, it's the same. It's just like it's understood from the jump. You know, I'm here to advise you. I'm here to tell you what to do if you want to listen. But, you know, nobody ain't got to listen to me about nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, um, and, you know, with that understanding, is nothing to expect. So whatever you do is going to be understood that this is you, this is how you do it, this is the guy I've come to know and love, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh. I think consistency plays a big part of that because if you listen to a lot of people who, you know, may have been together for a long time or been friends with somebody a long time, whatever it is, you know, is nothing make a, a guy ear stand up in a room listening to a female talk to another female talking about, oh, he used to do this, he used to do that, and you sit up here like, oh, okay. Maybe I can slip up in here a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because it sounds like she, you know, kind of irritated by something. And, mm-hmm. you know, a guy, you don't never, you know, if there's somebody you give a shit about, you don't never want to, you don't never want to get to the point where you're getting compared to how you used to do, you know. So, exactly. So, all like, right. all these dudes talking about, you know, a dozen roses, you know, every other week and all that shit. I'm like, yeah, you, you start that shit, you got to keep it up, so. Yeah, no doubt. Like you said, it is definitely about consistency. But being original is definitely something people need to try to do. I understand, you know, you're going to have some traditional things when it comes to, you know, maybe Valentine's or something. But just, you know, don't show up on Valentine's Day at 7 p.m. with box candy, a $3 teddy bear, and a card from Walgreens. You know, just don't do that. I mean, you know, try try to show that you at least put forth some effort. You know when Valentine's Day is, Christmas her birthday, and other important events, plan for it. And if it's not an occasion, then random acts of kindness, well, you know, that that works too. So let me go to a caller, I believe, is coming from Skype, the 248 area code. I'll assume this is Crystal from the Motor City. Crystal, is this you? Or is that you? Uh, Yes, hello. How are you? You? I'm fine. How are you, Crystal? 
I'm great. Good. Crystal, why should you only, and I stress only, woo your exclusive mate or spouse and not just someone you're just dating? Um, uh, <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, what do you mean, only? Um, I mean, you woo, well, I mean, do you, you woo do you think, whoever you're with. It don't matter. <laughs> even if you're just dating? I mean, to, well, okay, I guess I'm not understanding the definition of woo. What's woo your definition? to me means getting someone to do what you want them to do. So that's every guy. I mean, it depends on what you need for them to do for you. So okay, it's so. all it's all wooing to me. Okay, so you're saying it doesn't matter if it's a husband, boyfriend, jump off, whatever, that you can still just woo the person? Yeah. Well, a jump off, that doesn't really matter. But, I mean, but if it's, you know, someone you got to take a little more time with, you know, you're going to date or whatever, then, um, then yeah. I mean, wooing is wooing. It doesn't matter who it is. I mean, it's just um, getting them to do what you want them to do. That's. I mean, that's what I think wooing is. Maybe I'm confused. Okay. No, no, you're 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 not wrong. I mean, that is one of the definitions. That's probably like the third or fourth definition. But um, that is that is true. Um, wooing primarily means to seek the favor, affection, or love of someone. Especially with a view to marriage, it's like it's almost like synonymous with courting or pursuing. But um, I mean, it could also mean to persuade as well. It just depends on the context of which you used to, you know, how you want to use it. So, so you're not incorrect, oh, okay. right? You're not incorrect. Oh, that's right why now. I don't know anything about that. So. That's that's just that crystal side of view. That crystal side of view is like, what can you do for me? So, all right, all right, I I, I get that. I get that. But, uh, Carmen, I'll ask you. I don't know what the definition means to you, but do you think you should woo someone that you're just dating, or do you have to be a little more serious before you kind of, you know, put butter on that roll? Um, I think that it, I guess my question is what's your definition of just dating? If you mean someone that you see occasionally or someone that you're trying to be exclusive with? Because I feel uh, like if, go ahead. I'm going to say it can probably be either one. Either way, you're not exclusive. Okay, let's see. But, I mean, give your, give your own scenario. Uh, well, if it's someone that I am, I am dating and I see a future with, then, um, yeah, I think that we should, we should woo each other because you're going to always put your best foot forward and, in the beginning of a relationship, if it's someone that you see uh, as a future or a potential mate, or whatever, but um, I, I I understand where Crystal is coming from too. You know, you want people to do what you want them to do. <laughs> so Absolutely. if you're yeah, so you're gonna you you of course you're going to woo them. You're going to woo anyone that you're in contact with if it, if you're dating them. Now if it's somebody that you don't care anything about or you don't really want to 
relationship with or you don't want to go further with then no why waste your time but then uh, on the flip side of that why even waste your time with that person period and having them in your life and I guess it depends on, on where you are in life you know yeah. what type of relationship you want so if you want a relationship with someone and you're dating to get to that point then I think that once you get to those people that you think have all of the characteristics that you want you you will woo them um, until you eliminate whomever to get to that person that is for you. Because you're going to want to put your best foot forward and you're going to want that person to do the same. Okay, okay. And uh, yeah, yeah, and I understand what you and, and Crystal are, are saying, so um, I, I, I don't think either one of you are wrong on that. I definitely understand. But, um, I mean, ultimately... And what I want to convey to all the listeners, and I think all of you have done a great job of explaining all of this, is that when it comes to your significant other or your spouse, um, whoever you're exclusive with, it's up to both of you to woo each other, all right? If you're both doing that, then there's nothing that can go wrong. Like the scenario Eminem gave, there's not going to be a situation where someone's complaining about their man in the break room at work or anything because if he's doing what he needs to do, she's only going to have good things to say if she has anything to say at all. Uh, now, personally, I think if, if your significant other is all that in a bag of chips, I would kind of, you know, keep it limited on the bragging because, you know, other folks be trying to get in your house if you brag too much. But, uh, you know, there's not going to be any complaining or anything if both people are doing what they're trying to do, supposed to do. Um, because you want to stay on the other person's mind. You know, like I said, at some point you want them to think about you, wonder what you're doing, wondering, you know, what you're going to be doing later and things of that nature. To me, that's what love is all about. When you're on someone's mind and they're on your mind. When, you know, you spend a majority of your day, like as a guy, I can say, um, when you're in love, and I don't know what it's like for women, you're thinking... You know, whenever you think about her, you're trying to think of, okay, how can I see her again? What can I do to be in her presence again? You know, that's what's going through your mind the next time, you see. And a part of all of that is subconsciously getting in that person's head, you know. And then it's vice versa. They're getting into your head, and you become enamored with each other, and that's what love is all about. That's a bond that's pretty much unbreakable. All right, and you can see it in certain people, okay? Um, so it, it it does exist. It just takes effort on both parties, and it doesn't take a lot. I mean, we talked about, you know, one of the things you have to do, one of the main things is paying attention, okay? You know, listen for a change. You have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Uh, being respectful. I mean, how hard should either of those two things be? And a lot of times, that's pretty much the basis of getting your foot in the door into wooing your mate. But all right, I appreciate you all chiming in on that. I do have one more topic that I want to get into. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. I, I got this from the Spices of Life member, Dr. Fab. And she posted on her Facebook page this scenario. So here goes. Your boss is giving you a ride home from work because your car is in the shop. He or she unlocks the door, and you get in, 
before they get in, all right? So they're still bumping around outside, I guess, doing something. So while you're in the car, you happen to see some folders in the back seat with some of your coworkers' names on them. And you find out that your company is laying off five of your coworkers that you're cool with. One of them you even consider a good friend. So, Buck, I'll start with you first. Do you inform your coworkers, your friend, of the layoff, why or why not? Well, I would say I would not, simply because that's something that the boss needs to convey to those people. You know, and, you know, you may be, you may end up being one of those people if you go and run around, you know, you know, spreading that, spreading that through the office, you know. But if it wasn't for, I know, for, you know, for this particular instance, you're saying that, you know, they're, they're you know, they're being laying off. It could be being reprimanded, you know, if it was something else going on. You know, maybe they did something you don't know about. And they're being reprimanded about it, and he's just gonna work, you know, do it at home, and then bring it back to work. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to get in somebody else's business when you don't know what the hell's going on. If you don't know the flavor of the Kool Aid, stay out of it. All right, all right. And Ray, let me ask your opinion on it. Do you tell your coworker or at least your friend, um, you know, if you know that they're going to get laid off? Absolutely not. Because if you do, and then they say, oh, you know, let me go in here and holler at the boss and, you know, and say, well, you know, I kind of heard of this or I heard of that. Okay, where did you hear that? Because, you know, the professional <laughs> thing to do is where did you hear that? You know, you can't pay attention to rumors. Well, you know, I you know how it go. Well, such and such said to me, you know, and with this and that. Now you're in the middle of it, so absolutely not. To get ready to get his head shot off, you just got to get ready for the funeral. <laughs> All right. Amanda? I agree with Buck and Ray. Um, I Actually, not quite to that extent, but I knew of a possibility of a person I consider a friend that is my coworker, that they were possibly going to be I guess you could say uh, demoted. Uh, it didn't end up happening, but it was looking that way. And I was I was really sad about it. I hated it because I thought they did a, a good job of what they did, but I did not say a word because that wasn't my place. And even though I was 100%, you know, a supporter of them, that's not my decision to make. I don't want to go there and say, hey, this is going to happen. Then they're stressing about it. And it, like I said, it ended up not happening anyway. So I, everything that Buck and Ray said are is 100% on point. You don't want to get caught up in something just because it appears that it's going to be that way, or even if you know for sure it's in, you know, red ink. This is happening. It's stamped, approved. Is it's not your place because, like Ray said, they'll say, well, you know, maybe they were going to tell them on Friday. I text this person tonight, and, you know, they go in tomorrow, and they're, you know, they don't want to do any work. They're crying. They're upset. They're yelling at the boss. I have kids. You just, you shouldn't even put yourself in that situation. Okay. All right. Well, Eminem, same question to you, but I am going to add an additional question. Would you want someone to inform you if it was your name in the folder? Well, uh, yeah, but most people that know me, 
you know, know how I am. You know, number one, you know, I, I pretty much don't don't care like that. You know, I don't I don't really get. You know, I, I have a pretty much pessimistic attitude toward you know jobs and shit like that. Anyway, so you know, uh, that's why I was always able to get a lot of free shit all the time because I knew how to not go in there and say, hey man, my boy. You know, he a Popeye, he giving away, you know, chicken after 9 o'clock. He's, uh, you know, nobody ever worried about me being the type of dude that's going to open that mouth up like that. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But, but now, on the other hand, the most I could do until I could vouch for somebody, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I, I know this shit ain't got nothing to do with the mafia, but it's almost like if you done basically cut your bones and you can prove, you know, shit, well, I know this dude ain't going to trip here. I, I know some some, you know, some shit he done did. He done knocked somebody off or something and ain't said nothing about it. So, you know, but uh, it's one of them things where sometimes you can drop hints where you're safe, but the best answer is the, is the, is the first three answers. But but for anybody who's taking an alternate, you're like, damn, man, you could act like you looking at the you know, some shit on your phone or something. And uh, he's like, God damn, man, they laying off here. Well, I see they can really lay people off in, you know, Massachusetts or something. And then you're like, well, damn, you never know or something like that. That's why I always keep my resume polished up or something like that. You know, just an indirect conversation. And <laughs> then it'd be like two days later, damn, man, you know, you was just talking about how it's laying off. Man, guess what? I'm like, what? Man, they laid me out. What? Oh, shit, man. That's fucked up. Man, shit. These white folks something else, man. Damn, you know. Wow, you gave a uh, whole a whole scenario and inserted race. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move on to Carmen. <laughs> and Carmen, um, I mean, same same question and everything. But also, how would you feel if you you know if you don't tell your friend and your friend has a family at home? So they find out later that you didn't tell them and stop speaking with you. Would you understand? Uh, I mean, how would you feel about that? Um, I would hope that they would understand, and I want to put me in their position. Now, I'm not going to tell you that you're about to get fired for the very reasons that were listed, but also, you know, I, I'm. I would. I, I'm always suggesting that people keep their resumes updated and they look for something else. So I'm pretty sure in that situation, I'd probably be a little more stern. Hey, you got your resume together? Let's start looking for some jobs. And you know, let me help uh-huh. you. So if you're mad at me because you didn't do what you were supposed to do, or you, your performance was not as as good as some others, and you let go, you you just gonna have to be mad, and you'll get over it. I hate for people to lose their jobs. I do, but at the same time, I have to look out for my job just like you have to look out for yours. So if you're upset with me because I didn't tell you something that could have potentially cost me my job, then you're not a friend to me. So I just feel like at the end of of the day, you know, you'll get over it, and we can talk about it, and you can get over that hurdle if we're really truly friends. And you are willing to listen to it from my point of view. If not, then you weren't really truly my friend and it's good written. Okay. Crystal, I'll let you round it off. Well, basically everybody said um, what I would say. I wouldn't tell 
them the situation. It wouldn't help anything anyway because I'm probably not the one, if I'm finding out that way, then I'm not the one who's making the decision to um, lay off someone or fire someone or whatever. So it it wouldn't matter if I told them anyway. It's not going to change the outcome. And I definitely wouldn't jeopardize my situation, you know, for their situation. I mean, and it, like I said, it wouldn't matter anyway. Even if I did tell them, what, what is that going to do? Um, except for make them pissed off and upset and, you know, um, and but it's not going to change anything. So, and which is why they don't tell people, <laughs> you know, this is going to happen. Right. Um, until it's it's actually the day it's happening, you know, because because of that very thing. You know, you may hear things in a rumor mill, but um, you know they're not going to say anything because they don't want people going crazy. Even though I've been in a situation where um, there were several rounds of layoffs um, at an agency I worked at, and like you know every six months there was a new round. Like each department was doing layoffs and until they finished, I guess. But, um, you know, there were people who literally, you know, went a little off. I mean, no guns, but they kind of tore up their office and, you know, start cursing people out. I mean, there's things that happen. But, um, I, you know, no, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't tell, any, tell anyone. And, and I, vice versa, I wouldn't want anyone to tell me and jeopardize their spot, you know, just because, um, just to let me know 10 minutes earlier or a day earlier, what, what is that going to do? It's not going to do anything. So, no. Okay, okay. And actually, I made a mistake. This wasn't the Spices of Life. I got this from Dr. Fab. I got this from um, Six Brown Chicks on Twitter, a little tweet chat they had this afternoon. Um, which, you know, I was trying to stir this pot. I, t- I said you should squeal like a pig, but <laughs> I agree with you all. I don't think that you can put yourself in jeopardy by telling what's going on because then you're both looking for a job, if that's the case. You're both out of work. Um, Does anyone think it's a case-by-case basis where it depends on the person as well? Like, Ray, for example, Ray, would you tell Eminem? Oh, of course. Because I know he can keep it on lockdown. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? He got to go on there and push the man in the face and lay him down because I told him something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, because you, you get some people, you try to pull them to the side and say, yo, man, listen, this is what's happening. I don't give a fuck, man. Fuck them people. It's all loud, man. Hold up. You know? Hey, bro, you got to keep on low. But they won't let me go, and they let me go. you like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> now, you, now you, you stretch him out. Now, you ain't got no job. Right. So, no. <laughs> Ray told me y'all get rid of me. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, yeah. It's this situation where people say exactly stuff like that. <laughs> no. Not a long time ago, No. Yeah, what's happening, if it, it, it can affect you, don't say anything because wow. they're not going to hold it. That's a good one. I do think that uh, it does depend on the person. You know, I would tell Buck, 
you know, I would tell Eminem, I, I would tell, you know, probably all of you on the phone, uh, you know, that something was going down or try to hint or something. But uh, if you don't want to lose your job, I think that you have to keep your mouth shut. And like Carmen says, if someone is your friend, they're going to understand that, look, you know, somebody got to have their lights on. You know, when you're unemployed, you got to have some somebody's house <laughs> to come by and eat. So one of us needs to be working if we're really friends. I, I feel like they should understand and, and know that, hey, I couldn't put myself out there. Um, especially like if, say, for example, I'm in management, so maybe it was brought to my attention that things were going down in three weeks anyway because I'm a manager. And, and you know, I can't put myself out there and be unemployed too, and all of us looking for a job together, that's, no, no, a friend is not supposed to try to bring right. you down. And, and, and then a true friend ain't going to, ain't gonna, um, you know, they're they not going to jeopardize you anyway. If they really got your best sense, they like, look, man, it's unfortunate to happen to me, but dude, you know, you got to look out for yourself, man. I'm, I'm good. I appreciate it. But yeah, man, I ain't finna go in there cussing them people out and all that kind of shit, you know, because that's going to mess you up. And then if I'm any kind of friend or whatever, you know, that's selfish of, of that person to mess you up. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. Exactly. And the bottom line is a true friend is always going to look out for your best interest. And it may mean they may have to take a hit on something. But they're going to look out for your best interest because, you know, y'all are supposed to be good. That's just how it's supposed to work. All right. Uh, let's see. Next week, zone coverage will be Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern. We'll discuss the NCAA championship and who's going to the Super Bowl. So that'll be Monday, 10 p.m. Eastern. On Tuesday's show, you can't date if you're broke. This show takes a look at all of the reasons why broke people should remain single. And yes, ladies, I'm talking about you too. That's Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. All right, and... um. Yeah, I'm going to be pushing it on that Monday show, too, because I hope to be coming back from, from Houston um, on Monday. But, uh, <laughs> save me a drink. Final thoughts. Where is, um, and, and by the way, I have a question to go with the final thoughts. Uh, Buck, I'll start with you. <laughs> and this is something that I came across on Facebook a while ago. Um, it has nothing to do with the show, but you know that um, I can be random at times, but that's just how it goes because my style is very unorthodox in nature. Uh, but give your final thoughts and also answer this question. I can't, Well, complete this sentence. I can't be with someone who is lazy. <laughs> he is lazy. Um, you know. I'm gonna put forth a good effort so the person that I'm with got to do the same. I'm, I'm not gonna tolerate laziness. Um, lazy like what? Just no laziness. Work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway. Hey, yeah. man. <laughs> but anyway, great show tonight. Glad you know there was a lot of good good stuff tonight as it has been. A lot here recently. Everything's been really good. A lot of a lot of good views and everything. So I just keep it short, sweet, and complete. So that will, therefore, Eminem will have a long time to you know hear himself talk. 
Hey, everybody have a great night. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that, man. I'm sure Eminem appreciates your time as well. And <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> and Crystal also finished the sentence, I can't be with someone who... Um, I can't be with someone who's an idiot. I, um, intelligence is very important to me. Okay. Uh, and, and I guess, well, I was, from what I heard, I came in late. Sorry about that. But, um, um, good show and, um, interesting topic. And look forward to next week. All right. Thank you very much, Mel. And you have a show tomorrow? Uh, yes. I have um, Jay Mayo on the show to talk about positivity, something I don't have a lot of. So um, he's <laughs> going to ring in me. the new year with positivity. Huh? I said you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you got positivity. All right. It is what it is. <laughs> Ah, uh, smooches, Chris. Smooches. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you very much for that. Amanda? I can't be with someone who doesn't respect me. Because um, yep. I think that having respect for your mate is, is vital. So someone who doesn't respect me, I can't be with them. Uh, regarding the show, I really enjoyed the topic. Um I think when it comes to wooing your mate, just about uh, putting your best foot forward. And I think the reason that a lot of people don't feel like they need to woo their mate is because the mate doesn't require it. They'll just, you know, all you have to do is show up. You don't have to put in any work, and they make it easy for you. So I think mm-hmm. that's a big reason why you're not seeing people do like they used to do back in the day is because uh, it's not being required anymore. Um what was the other thing I wanted to comment on? Uh, as far as, like, if you knew your your friend was being um, let go or laid off, I think another scenario would be if it was someone I was really close to, like, you know, how you were saying, all of us, if, if it's somebody that you trust is not going to throw you under the bus, and especially yeah. if it's a situation where, you know, they're getting ready to make a huge purchase, they're going to buy a house, they're going to buy a car, you don't, and you know that, you've heard something. You may not come out and say, hey, you know, Q, you're going to lose your job next week. I saw the paperwork. You may say, hey, before you make that purchase, just see, is there any way you can hold up? Because I heard that, you know, some of us might be getting let go. The company's downsizing. I don't know who it is. You know, you can even lie and say you don't know who it is. Just to kind of, kind of like what Carmen was saying as far as helping with the resume, just to kind of try to put, try to save them the best you can without, somebody saying, oh, yeah, Amanda told me that I'm getting fired or Amanda told me I'm getting laid off. Maybe Amanda said she heard from a valid source that some of us may be getting laid off. And I uh-huh. think that could kind of keep the person to to make a, maybe hold off on whatever they were doing that would be, you know, pretty messed up if they lost a job and just bought a house. So, uh, you know, great show. Enjoyed everybody and hope everybody has a great night. Okay. Thank you very much, Mel. And, uh, yeah, I think it can be case by case in a lot of 
scenarios, and uh, but for the most part, most people probably wouldn't do it. So, um, Carmen, I go with you. I can't be with someone who, and any final thoughts you may have. Um, I can't be with someone who doesn't compliment me and is not willing to work towards um, goals together. And um, I enjoyed tonight. I know that I'm not always available to be on um, to listen in, but I do try, and I value everyone's opinions. I think we're all pretty much on the same page. And I think that, you know, um, as far as, Telling someone, you know, with me being in management, I just know how it is. So I do try to help people the best way that I can, um, especially like Amanda said, if they're making a purchase or a big purchase and this is a friend of yours, of course you're going to do everything you can to try to tell them. But even some of our closest friends have big mouths. So we have to be very careful uh, with who we share information with. Because we know, if, as a friend, you know your friends and what they're capable of. So I still stand by what I say. I'm not going to tell you if I know you and throw me under the bus because so one of us has to have a job. And if you're my friend, I'm willing to help you as much as I can if you need me. So that's my feel. I hope you all have a wonderful evening, and I look forward to speaking with you all very soon. All right. Thanks for joining. I look forward to speaking to you soon as well. And, okay, Ray, I can't be with someone who, and your final thoughts? Uh, I can't be with somebody who is uh, loud and disrespectful. And um, I would say with the show tonight was a very good topic. I think it's easy to woe your mate if you guys are compatible and enjoy each other's company. And, you know, if you're in love with each other, you're in love with each other, it's kind of like a competition thing. I want to do something nice for you. You want to do something nice for me. And, you know, just laugh and enjoy each other and have a good time. I don't think enough people do that because it's not required nowadays. It's more so just texting, and when you texting, it's all about sexing. So it's no other stuff in between. So the woo part gets out of it, and the lust part gets in. So I think, you know, just to have a little more wooing, all it takes is just, you know, just thinking of the situation, even take it back. If you have to listen to an old record to put you in the mood to woo somebody, you can do that. But as far as um the show goes tonight, you know, it's a great topic, and I hope everybody has a great night. Okay. Thank you very much for that, sir. Eminem, shut it down. Oh, man, great show tonight. Uh, oh, let me ask the question. Uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I can't be with I, someone I, who... I can't be with someone who don't cook and got ugly feet, you know. That ain't gonna. That's that's that shit ain't happening, you know. But uh, cause see, I see uh, you know, you, you know, a, a female, you know, you you want everybody to act right and all that shit. You definitely want people to have a good inside, but at the same time, you know, I look at women like how, you know, well, you know, like you know how you look at food when you. 
get down, you know, you, you, you can't you can't eat nothing don't look right, you know what I'm saying? Something wrong with your plate, you're like, I can't eat this shit, so. Uh, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man, <clears throat> like I said, if somebody get the drop on uh, somebody getting terminated or whatever, like I say, you know, you hate that for anybody, but, you know, it's for anybody listening that's that's influenced by the show. It's best to you know uh, do like most everybody was saying. You know, just chill with it. Don't say nothing. You know, just try to act like you didn't even see it. However, if if somebody you know is somebody like me, well, you, you can say whatever. You know, you you don't have to take a risk on it because it's going to be like, you know, because it's going to be understood. It's no way in the hell I'm gonna let you get mixed up and just trying to, because you're trying to, you know, tip me off. So what I can do is not make it obvious. I can start kind of putting up personal things and uh, might be some files on the computer I need to get off with a a bunch of non-work-related shit that I don't want to lose and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, but uh, so definitely do that. Wooing, you know, what a splendid word, you know, because, the whole time we was talking about this, and and everybody's you know had some good points on it and everything. But the whole time we was talking about this, man, I was thinking about a damn Viagra commercial. Like, wouldn't it be cool? Like, <laughs> you know, like you had this, this 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 golden age couple, and they like you know, and I could hear your voice in the background, just like you know you're doing a normal show, and they say you know, after all these years, he still manages you know, to woo her, and then you show the guy maybe with chocolates or something like that, but the woman ain't saying nothing. Then the lights go off, and then all you hear is this sound to say, woo, just like that. So I'm like. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Wouldn't that be cool, man? (laughs) But, uh. But you know, but you know you gotta. The main thing is, you know, when people wooing and all that stuff, you know, that's cool. But when you see somebody just going out the way, breaking their neck, that usually means that a lot of times it might have been a situation where the woman didn't really care for the guy anyway. Uh, you know, she just wanted to do for his money or some shit like that. So he knows when he stopped doing all this shit, she gone by the business. You see what I'm saying? See that ain't that ain't that ain't that ain't wooing, you know. Really wooing in my opinion most of the wooing stuff should be out the way once you kinda get a chance to know each other because if the interest is mutual and you you know, and you pretty much uh 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 compliment each other pretty well, you know, for the most part that leads to general satisfaction. It don't mean that, you know, you can't surprise somebody or do something nice for them or something like that, but if you got to get up every day thinking about how you got to make this person feel like it's the very first time you saw him, I'm like, look, man, that bra don't like your ass, dog. You need to go on because you got to do all that shit, man. Uh-uh. You know, ain't no interest there, you know. Plus, you know, like old school, Going back, you know, in the country way back, you know, the way that shit worked was simple. You know, the 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 the, the guy tried 
tried to dick whip the woman, and the woman tried to pussy whip the man. So if uh, if both of them succeeded, it was pretty much a happy couple, you know. But if not, you got checkerboard babies. So checkerboard you know, babies, okay. <laughs> uh, this motherfucker dog, this one a whole different chrome chromosome or something. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> See, that's why I let him have all this time tonight, so that way he yeah. can make up <laughs> Very interesting, Eminem. Yeah. And the last thing I'm going to say, Q, because I got to hear the music. I got to hear the music, you know. Uh, you don't have to worry about wooing nobody. If you pass my bill 1313, you know. All the thoughts somebody could have about anything would be all satisfied. So what's left of that big funnel and that filter, them few drips that's coming out will be perfectly yoked individuals, and that will lead to happy relationships and well-balanced relationships. So write your local congressman, you know. Write your senator, you know. It's about to be 2016 election year. Write your fucking... uh, you know, GOP, Tea Party, Democrat, Libertarian, Green Party, candidate. Tell them to pass thirteen, thirteen. You know, you know, put the ass on the ballot. Ask for what cash. process the three guys that carjacked her um she got mm-hmm. shot in the stomach and um so that happened like, like almost a week ago and unfortunately she passed away yesterday so now it's uh, a homicide well one of the guys mom was on tv on the news and she said on the news my son won't shoot anybody i ain't saying he won't rob nobody but he won't shoot anybody and I'm thinking to myself, oh, man, really? Yeah, and I mean, I, I saw the, I saw that man, and I was just like, that is so damn, oh, man. I don't even see I mean, how that, that got in any a nutshell, That in a nutshell kind of explains probably why the kid's in the situation that he's in. 17 years old, one of three, and now all right. of them are in jail and, you know, now probably, you know, facing life in prison or even the death penalty. Yeah. Yeah, they got charged with capital murder. Yeah, I mean, and the woman was like, what, 69? 69. Guess what, man? I was was heading out yesterday, man, when uh, they caught caught a couple of guys uh, uh, probably about a mile from my house when they they had all kind of shit flying over here, man. They had uh, McDowell shit off completely. And and the one smart thing he did, the only smart thing he did, the third guy, was turn himself in because he had been um, reported as being armed and dangerous. So there was no doubt he was going to get killed, more than likely. So he probably turned himself in to save his own life. But it's just a sad situation. And, uh, you know, I wasn't very happy with the mother's comments 
She, I mean, because yeah, she said it like, like Robin was cool, but you know, oh no, we don't kill. That crosses the line, but we'll rob you. Hey, you know what, man? I was like, is this is this bitch been uh, watching too many episodes of Friday, man? When uh, the character AJ Johnson say, you know, like I rob, but I don't, I don't kill. I, I steal, but I don't kill. Or some shit he said. Uh, I guess they was taking, so. the, taking, the, taking the jury off of uh, Debo, I think. Well, you got to look. You got to look at it like this. This is another one of those classic examples of putting the dumbest, ignorant ass motherfucker on damn news, and the shit that comes out of their mouth. So that's the reason, you know. Yeah, I understand that this is, you know, she the mama and everything. But God, you gonna shot ignorant your dumb ass is by getting up there saying something like that? That's ridiculous. Yeah, but all right. I I got the WAPT app, you know, always check see what's going on. And when I saw that and read about it, and then, you know, they had two suspects, one guy's picture up there and the other guy on the run, and I seen where it happened. I was like, oh, I know where that's at. So I was <laughs> like, man, you know, it must have been something going down around that area because I saw who it happened to, driving the Mercedes, 69, Oh man, y'all don't get lynched. Hell yeah. See, that one got yeah. solved quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely did. So sometimes it depends on where the crime is committed. Yeah. All right. I appreciate it, everybody, um, for joining the show. For those of you who enjoy sports, I will talk to you on Monday. For those of you who enjoy everything else, I will talk to you on Tuesday, both times 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, tonight, I'm going to end with um, something from one of my sponsors, um, Sorrentos Melosia. And this is a song that he has on YouTube called uh, Close Your Eyes. You can find him at melosia.com, and that's M-E-L-O-G-I-A. Um, or you can find him on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Instagram under Sorrentos Melosia, the first name, S-A-R-A-N-T-O-S, last name, M-E-L-O-G-I-A, Sorrentos Melosia. You can find him in any one of those places. Uh, he has a million Twitter followers, so he has a huge following. Um, but my thanks to the show legends, callers, tweet chatters, and everyone else that participated in tonight's show. If you want more T2Q off the air, then join my exclusive Facebook group called T2Q. Just search for T2Q on Facebook and ask for an invite. The group is private, so it's invitation only, and you can get a heavy dose of the show every day in the group. You can also email me your comments at talktoqnow at gmail.com, and I'll read them on the air. You can also request to be a guest at my email address as well. If all else fails, just Google T2Q, and you can find out a lot about me. Have a good night. Peace out. I will leave you with Sorrentos Melosia. Close your eyes. Have a good night.
Radio World. 